What's up, everyone? Alex here, AJNashville.com. This week's podcast, I want to talk about something. It's actually kind of a bad word, right? It starts with an F. You already know that this podcast is semi-explicit. It's a word that can be used to describe something. You actually can use this word to describe a person. It can be used in many, many different forms, many, many different fashions. But don't worry, you don't have to plug your kid's ears because I'm not talking about the F word that some of us use a lot. I'm talking about the word failure. The word failure and the definition behind it, the definition that we give it. See, many, many people give the definition of the word failure too much power. What do I mean by that? I mean that through the optics that I look through when I consider something as being a failure, I consider the failure only occurring if a person doesn't take a lesson from the thing that they did not succeed at. Now, that doesn't mean there's no such thing as the word failure, obviously, because do we fail from time to time? Yeah, everybody has to, right? It's part of growth. It's part of what we do. It's part of learning lessons. Failure is going to be inevitable, It's going to happen, but it's what we do with those lessons that determine whether or not we failed or we just learned something new, something to get us to the next level, right? There's a definition of insanity that's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And in essence, that could match right up with the word failure, right? Imagine doing something business-wise. Let's say you start a pizza company and you name the company Pizza Pizza Company and that company You operate in a certain way, and in the operation of that way, you end up bankrupting the company because you're spending more than you're receiving. And so you shut Pizza Pizza Company down, and you start a new company called Pizza 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 Company, and you do the exact same thing. Again, you overspend. You go bankrupt. Pizza 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 Company is no longer a company. Would that be considered a failure? Absolutely. You did the same thing, expecting a different result, right? You, you lived in the world of insanity. Whereas if you started Pizza Pizza Company and you noticed that you were spending more than you were bringing in and you had no way to sustain that and inevitably had to close the doors, go out of business, and then you started Pizza 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 Company, Maybe you started that company with more capital investments. Maybe you found ways to save on the dough, save dough on the dough, right? You found ways to save on the cheese, still use high quality ingredients without high quality shrinkage, meaning you're not throwing more stuff out than what you're keeping or retaining. You figured out how to order things. This way they would still be good and they would be gone before the expiration date. And you learned that because in your last pizza pizza company you were throwing away expensive items a lot of people don't realize cheese is one of the most expensive items when it comes to making pizza or at least it was when i worked at a pizza pizza company back when i was young the difference between the two thoughts is this did they fail i guess by definition yes a pizza pizza company failed but they took the lessons that were learned in the first adventure so to speak And adapted a couple different practices and did a couple different things and went back after it. See, the failure in that story would have occurred if the individual would have stopped, bankrupted the company, gave up on their dreams, and went to do something to satisfy somebody else's dreams. 
If you expect to lock this thing in and rise to the top with no issues your first time around, your expectation is unrealistic. Life is here to teach you lessons. Now, here's the great thing. You have things like podcasts, books, motivational speakers, speakers in general, mentors, people that can teach from being mentored or by lessons versus mistakes, right? You want to make most of your determinations and the things you do based on educated decisions. I would rather look at somebody else's mistakes and try to decipher how I cannot make those versus making my own. That's part of the luxury we have in most of the business ventures that we enter into. Now, there are some that don't have the same luxuries, and maybe we're pioneering some things, but the basic business concepts can exist. But let's say starting a business isn't your thing. Maybe your aspiration isn't to start a business, but to do something different. Any of these lessons we can take We can grow from the fact of the matter is the world has things called coaches. And I know you're sitting here and you're listening and you're like, wow, they sure do. They have a whole lot of coaches. In fact, everybody's a coach for a coach to be effective. They don't necessarily have to be able to outperform the person that they are coaching. They just need to be able to know the right way of doing something and to hold the person accountable. Right? If you think for one second, Michael Jordan's, basketball coach was better than Michael Jordan was at basketball, you would probably most likely be dead wrong. But what he was able to do is hold him accountable and put him in a position where he saw mistakes or failures that were being made, correcting them to where they'd no longer be considered a failure or a mistake. See, the difference is, is being able to align ourselves with people that understand, understand what it is we're going through. You know, the biggest heartache that I typically see in business owners, business owners and people in general, entrepreneurs, people that are trying to do different things is they surround themselves with the same people who have a mindset that is different. They don't seek out the advice of others. They keep the same playgrounds. They don't ever adapt. And they're in a position where the people around them are telling them to do certain things that they've never done before. Right. Imagine being in a situation where you're being advised by someone who's never walked that path about doing something. It's kind of like these marketers that are out there. Being in the mortgage industry, we get a lot of them. These companies that say, hey, how would you like an extra five to ten closed deals a month? We'll give them to you for 500 bucks a closed deal. The question is, if you had that sort of lead generation, why wouldn't you start a mortgage business and make more than $500 a lead and capitalize off that and retire from that? The fact of the matter is they don't have the other connecting pieces that it takes in order to do it, nor is it a consistent stream. When people around you give you advice on how to do something they haven't done, imagine taking advice from a person that's never been married about marriage advice, right? Could you do that if they were a marriage counselor or something like that? Yes, there's exceptions to those rules. Keep in mind, I don't live in a world of absolutes. I do believe that there's situations where people can provide some good advice that maybe haven't been in that particular situation, but they have experience surrounding that. So yes, if you have an individual that's a friend of yours that has experience in developing businesses and they share that with you, but they've never developed their own business, they probably are speaking from a point of education. But most situations aren't like that. Instead, we allow most people to discourage us or change our mind based on what we think is best. 
just because it's somebody that we keep within our circle. So you always have to be in a position to analyze the people around you. That doesn't mean you have to get rid of your buddy, right? That doesn't mean you have to stop talking to certain people. What it means is be aware of the people that bring value and where the value is brought. Again, it doesn't mean you got to get rid of people, but you may value the opinions that are given at different levels, right? In order to make good decisions and what it is you want to do. So if you experience the failure, you find a way to take a lesson from it and grow through it. Speaking of failures, how about you do a social experience? Experiment. Have you ever noticed that if somebody says, hey, I got a new job at ABC Company, they get a lot of congratulations. Way to go. I knew you could do it. That's awesome. If you tell someone you're starting your own business, they warn you of all the risk. You don't get the reward. Very few people will say, that's awesome. Congratulations. You'll make it. You'll do big. Instead, there's, well, you don't know what you're getting into. Oh, it's not the right time in the market. Um, I don't know if there's a market for that. Do you think you should be utilizing your education to do that? It's always criticism, right? Why is there not the same support for the people that are starting something as there is for the people that are achieving somebody else's dreams? There's a mentality that is not allowing people to be exposed to the risks that it takes to be successful. Do you think companies like Amazon and Johnson and Johnson and all these massive companies, they just started off as someone else's company and they just grew to something else? Or did they have an innovator that stepped in that aligned themselves with a the person that was an executor that were able to put together things that made them the massive places that they are now? See, in business, you often have relationships. I'll give you an example. I have a laser engraving business started in February of this year, February 11, 2023. Started with my buddy, Mike. Mike's been a longtime friend of mine. I am more of a visionary as far as like, here's what we got to do. Here's some regulation stuff that I know how to take care of. Here's some other things that I can contribute, the marketing, the things like that. And Mike is the executor. Mike is a person that says, hey, I know how to do that. I'm going to go ahead and do this, and then I'll, I'll check later. He is more of a ready, fire, aim person, right? I have to have the executor with me as the visionary in order to achieve the end result. Now, that's not saying Mike doesn't have his own visions and his own direction, his own imagination and everything else, but Mike is better at the execution of than I am. And so that coexistence lives because he's better at doing the job. Put me in his role. This company would have been out of business February 12th, 2023. Primarily because I don't even know how to turn the damn machine on but I know how to get in people's sphere of influence and do certain things. And again, both sides typically know how to do it. Some just do it better than others. And so that coexistence has to exist because if not, the execution part never will. But the failure portion would, if I continued in that method of insanity and, con and convincing myself that, hey, I could do this all on my own. We have to be okay with failure. We have to be okay with understanding that it's going to happen. 
we have to be okay with accepting criticism and asking the questions of people who have been there before. Some of the best conversations I've ever had have been with people that are super successful, and I just ask them certain things, not not relative to their status or their wealth, but their ideas and their struggles and their pathways, because they've all had them, right? We We look at these individuals as icons that have made it. The only difference that separates them from us is the amount of lessons we still have to learn. We're all human beings. We put our clothes on the same way. We all breathe air. We all bleed red. We all have feelings. All these things exist, right? The only difference is the motivation, the lessons that are learned, the failures that we will eventually overcome, the things we're willing to accept, the things we're willing to do. Most importantly, in my opinion, is the balance, being able to find that perfect balance. And perfect balance really doesn't exist, but finding balance in general does. So don't be afraid of that F word. You should embrace it. Embrace the lessons that you've learned from experiencing it. Failure is part of success. One doesn't exist without the other. Analyze. Go back after it. And achieve the goals that you're after. I want to thank you for tuning in. Hope you have an incredible weekend. We'll talk soon.